Chapter 25 There is something formless and void before heaven and earth were born. It is quiet and ephemeral, an unchanging unity. Its perpetual energy courses through everything. It's like a battery that never runs low. It's the mother of everything that exists. I do not know its name. The best I can do is call it Tao. You might call it Magnificent. The Magnificent leads to the beyond. The beyond points to the transcendent. The transcendent returns back to the humble center of existence. So the Tao is sublime. Heaven, earth, and humanity are also sublime. See how there are four sublime realities in the universe and humanity is included? This is because at their best, Men know how to create art out of material from this earth. Meanwhile, life springs up from earth as it receives the blessings from heaven. Heaven's wellspring is the Tao. Behold, the Tao is its own fount. We definitely spent a lot of time uh, with this chapter and trying to, one, kind of grasp what's being said, and then the next part, which was really difficult, was sort of, you know, how do you put words into all of this to kind of help make sense of it all? And one of the things I've heard is like when a a sage is asked a question that is maybe completely out there, something heavily spiritual or like philosophical or something, you know, just very abstract they'll often answer with something completely mundane something completely from this world and so you're just trying to kind of make sense of it and likewise if there's a question that's you know something just completely of this world that's something mundane then the answer they'll answer with something spiritual or or sort of philosophical It was interesting because when we were in Madrid, Spain, we were able to uh, see the Hieronymus Bosch painting, The Garden of Earthly Delights. He uh, painted it back in the very early 1500s, and it's definitely a piece that seems way ahead of its time. It's, It's crazy. I know that we were, there's always kind of this big crowd or at least when we were there there was a a crowd around it and you kind of have to like wait your turn to get in and we were just really excited to be able to actually see all of the details that because you know when we see it online or pictures of it it just doesn't quite do it justice and we really wanted to kind of get a real feel for it and we spent many hours you know looking at the whole scene and on the left side is you know the the Garden of Eden, and on the right side is hell, and the middle part is sort of that, like, 
in, in between that um, both of them and, and there's just so much to look at and so many details and, and especially as we were working our way you know from left to right in the painting and you know you're looking at the, the part that is the hell part the there's some of the scenes that just are quite disturbing <laughs> and you could just sort of get a little bit horrified kind of like looking in you know closely at all of this that's going on and just sort of what felt like sort of the d- depravity and and anyway that all of this that was going on there it just was pretty heavy and we eventually you know we ended up taking a break and, and we went and got some lunch and came back and you know and again as the, the crowd's there so we were forced this time we've already been in there so we weren't so anxious but we were able to just take a look and step back and just see the whole painting you know with the whole picture in mind and it was absolutely beautiful where the last thing I remembered was sort of you know kind of leaving and a little horrified and then you know you come back and you you see it from that that perspective that distance and you see the beauty of the entire thing as well as I was able to like notice and see sort of the detail of the part because it it the whole three panels they they close in and on the outside of it is you know clearly uh, God and then you see the entire earth and it is absolutely beautiful there too and then that's like a you know a big huge you know from the distance perspective of everything and it just reminded me that you know often I sometimes can be so much in my head or you know thinking about you know spirituality or the meaning of life and all of these you know these big big ideas and all these things that you know I I can often miss you know what's going on you know in in the actual life here that you know the the being in in this moment where you know here I am with you know my my children or you know or or you know with Jeff as we are maybe enjoying a nice beautiful day in in the sun or there are times too when I can just maybe be caught up so much in the moment of any, you know, anything that I might be frustrated with or whatever, and it can just feel like I'm just, you know, trapped in this, like, oh, you know, this day is just terrible or is this, you know, I'm just getting a really bad mood. And I lose sight of that, you know, that bigger picture of, you know, all of life. And, and so if I'm even, you know, if I'm frustrated or suffering in the moment, it's easy to just get caught up and think that that is everything until you know I I'm able to tell myself wait a minute you know yesterday was a really good day we you know we had a a, you know great time swimming in the ocean or you know (laughs) you know that kind of thing where the whole big picture you know the 25 years of marriage that Jeff and I have had is a beautiful story even though there are definitely moments where you know it hasn't been easy and and that can feel like that sometimes is the totality of it all but the big picture perspective the the fact that you know that I know that even in the moment when he's doing something that might seem incredibly disrespectful that he does love me and that's the bigger that's the bigger story and that perhaps some of these things are happening because he's just so darn busy always trying to help people and volunteer and all this stuff that you know sometimes that you know that his heart is so big that there's not enough, you know, hours of the day for everything that, 
uh, you know, he's trying to get done, and, you know, he probably won't even want me, <laughs> he won't like hearing that I said this, but, but it's true, and, and so, I, you know, when I look at the bigger picture, and I see, you know, the beauty in all of it, it helps me to gain perspective, and I think right now, um, with all of the, the crazy stuff that is happening um, in 2020, I don't want to make light of it or belittle it, because there is a ton of suffering, there's a whole lot of just darkness and frustration, but I do have to keep in mind because I know, I know this isn't it. This isn't the whole story. It's just a piece of it. And there is somehow, there is a, a bigger thing to this. And there are still moments of real joy that I'm able to capture. Uh, you know, just the other day we were able to just unplug from everything and just have, you know, a day at the beach. And I can't tell you how much that helped just with us to get to refresh us. We just needed that. We needed that time of just, I don't know, you know, leaving the news, you know, just forgetting about all all of those unanswered emails that we feel horrible that we haven't, you know, been, you know, been able to get to because we've been so busy getting ready for the semester and, and just unplug and just enjoy swimming in that ocean laying on the beach and feeling the sun's rays and it and that like those like that's part of the story too so anyway I just you know I just want to encourage you all if it does feel like you know you're in the right side of the the Bosch painting um, in any way, shape, or form. It's not the end. It's not the entire story. And, and with that, I, I wish that you all um, will find, you know, will find that peace and, and assurance that even, even the, the, the darkest of times, too, will, will pass. Well, peace upon peace, friends, and have a great uh, rest of your week. Thank you.